Hello and welcome back to Season 2 of the In-Between Podcast. Before we get started, please take the time to subscribe, like or ring the bell, comment, rate us 5 stars if you enjoy our content, and check out our website, inbetweenpodcast.com. Nicely done. I mean, I, that was like really professional. I'm finally, well, I actually have it written out in like... Pig Latin? <laughs> no, like actual sentences. My other one... Real sentences now. Real bad. It's, oh. it's no wonder... It was Pig Latin. No wonder the introductions have been chaotic since we started the season. Uh, well, I, I thought know, I should redeem myself. Up in the game and uh, reading things like an adult now. That's great. Well, maybe not the outro, because there is no outro written yet. So Uh-oh. we could go downhill from here, but <laughs> let's hope not. Well, hey, it's good to see you. Hi. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you. Hi. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, uh, I'm really excited about some of the podcast episodes that we have coming up. Yeah. I mean, they're, they well, are... Well, wait, by the time this one's posted, well, will this everybody already know about it? No, I don't know. This oh, one, is this one going first? This is going first. Oh, well, so I told you know. Bailey wrong. I told her very wrong. Oh, oh, wow. Because she asked me when it was going to come oh. out, and I said, well, <laughs> Thursday, like they all do. She well, that's like, true. Okay. It will come out on Thursday. I didn't specify Just, what didn't, Thursday. That's exactly right. You didn't say what Thursday. <laughs> Sorry, Bailey. Yeah, so we've got uh, we got some great uh, podcast guests that are coming up. Not just that one in particular that yep. we'll be announcing on our Instagram channel if you want to check it out at uh, Instagram. Um, what is our Instagram generations yeah, Wait, in, between in between generations? generations yeah. yeah, we can't remember channel. the names of our own uh, things. <laughs> and uh, we have a great podcast episode coming up with some friends um, who, from another Instagram channel. That we'll, don't don't spoil too much. Yeah, we don't want to spoil too. Yeah, much. Yeah, we don't want to spoil that too much. But um, I got a few other ones in the works too that um, oh, coming along with the American Legacy series and uh, uh, a couple other friends that we have coming to uh, record with us and. We just got some good, really cool stuff coming up in the in the works, and so we we got. I saw our first, very first mock up of our stickers. Yeah, we don't have t shirts yet or anything like that. But she was <laughs> maybe like, by the end of season two. <laughs> what? Maybe by the end of season two, we'll have. I really up. hope so. But <laughs> from looking at the the very first version of the sticker, I I got a lot of fixing I need to do to that thing. There, there's a lot of. A lot, right, of, right. lot of little things. Because yeah. I'm not going to give you garbage, people. I refuse. Yeah, the you artist will have to you wait. will not allow that to happen, will it? Yeah, no. Because I'm going to have to look at it forever. It's going to exist. I, I understand. And I yeah, just I, I can't. It. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will not list let crap exist forever on on the interwebs. On the ether? In the interwebs. Well, it's not just the ether. I mean, it's just the interwebs. What if somebody sticks that on their car window? You don't want that to look bad. No, exactly. See, I see enough bad car window stickers as is. I don't need mine to be added. Should we mention the one we saw? No, (laughs) that is not appropriate. No, it's not. I can't even. Yeah. No. This this is this is a PG. Yeah, we saw a terrible, terrible. Oh my gosh! Window sticker. And you know what's funny? I immediately knew who who those people were. Yeah. Daphne totally profiled the people in the car, and she was not wrong, and it was pretty amazing. So, Sorry for um, stereotyping people. Yeah, for but all the stereotypes that there are in the world, they're, they really legitimately are a thing. Yeah, they're, they're not stereotypes for no reason. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Anyways, moving on. Let's not think about that anymore. My finger smells funny. Stop. Can you just not? Why do you have to do this? Uh, well... 
I I mean it's that's it's kind of first I thought it's really offensive. This sounds so weird for people who have no context. <laughs> this sounds so <laughs> weird. My sister gave me this stuff called Pain Wizard, and apparently, <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's like it smells like if Vicks Vapor Rub and the Hall's <laughs> cough drops had a baby. <laughs> okay, that was not the next topic we needed. So. And and I put it on my finger because my finger's been aching, and man, it's really smelly. <laughs> But it's opened up my sinuses. Stop sniffing your finger, you creep. You're so weird. <laughs> You're so weird. Uh, well, yeah. So okay. let's move on to the topic. What, <laughs> what are we talking about? Please tell well, me you know, what we're talking actually, about. Actually, what, what I really wanted to talk about today is that that is my brain ready for this? I don't know if it is or not. <laughs> okay. Actually, I wanted to tell you a story first. Okay. All right. Tell your story. So when I was like um, 15, 14, somewhere around there, I wasn't 16 years old yet because I know I did not have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. So it was like 14 or 15. My parents went somewhere on like a weekend vacation mm. and they left me home by myself. Which is was not a big deal. Bad like, choice number one. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as like, could I take care of myself? And was there any issues? No. I mean, I would. I I was working out of the farm already by then. I was, you know, I I was probably going out to the farm working during the day. I was coming home and sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. Might have even stayed at at the farm, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I chose not to because, of course, you know, there's there's fun to be had, and of so. Um, and so that weekend, I don't remember whether it was Friday or Saturday night, but that weekend, Mm -hmm. one of the nights, I think it was Friday night because I think I had a full day to correct the problems that happened as a result of Friday night. (laughs) But, uh, a couple of friends of mine came to my house. Oh, I know the story. And we ended up, we drove to another town. Mm-hmm. So in his truck, we drove to another town. We picked up some girls and we brought them back to my house, like a couple of girlfriends of ours, right? And there was like five of us in the front seat of a Ford pickup, right? Like, a, and and we yeah. drove back to Shell, and we hung out there at my house. And we had gone. Um, I I told you I was fifteen, and I had you know it's not the greatest kid at the time, and so I had <laughs> uh, we had gone and purchased some things that we should not have had and we were um drinking beverages that we shouldn't have been drinking okay. of age and um <clears throat> and one of my friends got rather out of control and his girlfriend broke up with him mm. that night or on that day i can't okay. remember when that what 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 how exactly that all went down mm-hmm. but then he proceeded to pr- punch a hole in my bathroom door okay okay because yeah. he was upset. Yeah, I remember. He was fighting with a girlfriend. I right? remember this. Well, I don't. I wasn't there, but I remember the story. So, um, this all went down. We took the girls back to back to their town, and I'm like, "What am I going to do?" Well, you know, the fixer and me. It was a. It was like a single panel door. Yeah. And I thought, I will, I will lay it out in the garage, mm-hmm. and I will. And it was a bit. It was like a fist size hole, and I thought <laughs> I'll plaster the hole shut. 
right? Okay. I know how to do drywall mm-hmm. at 15. Yeah, because that's normal. <laughs> I'll just I'll just drywall it shut and nobody will know, okay. you know? <laughs> and uh, I'll get it all done and I'll paint it and I'll put it back put it back in, the, in there and mom, before mom and dad get home. Okay. Well, lo and behold, on Sunday morning, afternoon-ish, mom and dad came home early. Of course they did. <laughs> and that door was... Like, you know, dad hit the button on the garage door, the garage door goes up, and the door, door is, laying. is laying in the middle of the garage floor. Yeah. And um, he proceeds then to, you know, see what had happened. I think I may have been at church. I don't know <laughs> where I came home from, but I came home from wherever I came home from. And um, uh, and he was there waiting <laughs> for me. And it was like, what did you do, you know? And then I had to... Tell as much of the story as possible without, without telling all of yourself. the story and getting us in total trouble. And so I told him, you know, a little bit of the story and that I blamed it on the buddy. It's like <laughs> he punched a hole in the door because he was mad at his girlfriend, blah, 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 you know. And, um, but dad said at that time, he goes, and we were, he was, sent me down the living room. <clears throat> he looked at, he looks at me, he goes, I thought I could trust you. Oh. I thought I could trust you. Knife to the heart. But I I know that I, you've proved me wrong, you know, basically. And I mean, I will never forget that. Still to this day, I remember, you know, seeing his face. I thought I could trust you. And this all kind of going down in my brain. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it got me thinking about, for whatever reason, I don't know why I tied these two things together, but it got me thinking about that, like, inner critic that we have. Do you know what you know what I mean when I say inner critic? Do you yeah. have that? What do you think? <laughs> well, I would I think so, and I think you've talked about it a little bit, but um you know, there's that voice that tells you like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not yeah. strong enough, you're not tall enough, you're not thin enough, you're not fat enough, you're not, whatever it is, like your hair is not this or your, your eyebrows mm-hmm. or your eyes are the wrong color or, uh, you know, your nose is too big or your feet are too small or what, I mean, there's a thousand things that we go through, right? Yeah. And it's your inner critic. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Uh, I lied to it for the longest time. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I would say it was probably middle school cause you know, middle school is rough for people. And then, and then I had no normal middle school year ever because sixth grade was the fire and then seventh and eighth grade were COVID. So, you know, yeah. nothing was normal for me. But at that point, I'm starting to realize, oh, I'm like actually trying to figure out how to person now, right? I'm trying to figure out how to life. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to... I grow into my personality, I guess you'd say. And, you know, and I'm noticing more things about myself I don't like, more more issues that I have that I don't know how to fix, right? Yeah. Like, I was always angry, and I still am angry a lot of the time, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten over that one yet. But the inner critic was much more in my face and much more harsh when I was in middle school. And Yeah. Oh, I think that was true for me, too. Yeah. I think it's true for most people because you're it's you're at that weird mutant stage of <laughs> child and adult. <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah. 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 You freakish on all levels. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is normal. <laughs> but what I mean by lie to myself is like every morning I for for a long time I would go, you know, I look good today. I'm feeling good today. Even if I wasn't feeling good. Yeah. You know, I'd just be like, you know, this jacket looks awesome today, right? And I I would compliment things about myself, not just about my looks, but about work that I've done, about an art piece that I did. Oh, I like, if I didn't like the art piece itself, I'd be, I, I like this part. Yeah. You know, like trying to find those little things that aren't negative. Yeah. And then slowly, the more I did that, the more confident I got about it. And that was also the time that I started doing jujitsu. Yeah, so. so how much do you think, oh, okay, um, obviously the self-talk is a big part of it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I know for my own self that that's actually true too. Yeah. Like I can, I know especially whenever I was younger that I would, you know, I was a terrible critic of myself. Mm-hmm. And then add on top of that, you know, not having a lot of self-confidence and not thinking that I was good enough most of the time. Mm-hmm. Then I would try to force myself on people, which then that didn't work. No, that actually has the opposite effect because yeah. then you're then you're the guy who forces yourself up on people and and you do weird things and you do stuff to try to get people's attention and yeah, it's terrible. It's a it's, yeah, a, it's a terrible cycle. Went through that phase too <laughs> um, to be a part of. And so, um, how do you? F- I know that for me, self talk has been part of that. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, you know, recognizing what, what, who, who God says that I am, mm-hmm. that's been part of it for me too. Um, and even into my adult life, that's mm-hmm. been a big part of it. Um, how do you get past that? How, how do you change that? I mean, you said you were intentional about it. What did you do something specific? What do you mean? Well, what does intentionality look like? What, okay. what did it look like? What did it look like? What does it look like today? Um, well, I mean, I've, I've heard I've heard somebody just recently say, "Get up, get look in the mirror in the morning, and tell yourself you, you know, I love you out loud." Mm-hmm. You know, ten times. He's like, "It'll change your life." Yeah. <laughs> um. I I feel like it looks different now than it used to. For me, but. I don't even know how to explain this. Um, get. I wouldn't say that I ignore critical thoughts of myself anymore. Part of it is I'm more used to it. And actually, I think I wrote a blog. On, I don't know if it was a blog, but it was an assignment that I wrote on that acknowledged the fact that I was a perfectionist and that I was highly critical of everything that yeah. I did. And then I was the only reason that I worked as hard as I did because I used to think, oh, I'm trying to please my parents. And then I was like, but my parents aren't hard on me. They're never like, oh, you need to work harder. You you never did that. You were right. always proud of what I was doing right. from a young age. And I was like, oh, it's myself. Well, we didn't need to do that because you were like obsessive and we would, yeah, you know, because like, I, if anything, we need to go, uh, you need to chill out. Yeah. I, I wanted to be good at everything. Now you're getting a little lazier, but you know. <laughs> well, 
my point is I wrote this thing that acknowledged my perfectionist yeah. stuff and said, yeah, it's not healthy, but I've gotten so used to it that I've started using it to my advantage in a way. Yeah. Like I've come to accept the fact that this thing is always a part of me and I can't get rid of it because believing that you're going to be able to get rid of it, you're going to outgrow it someday, I don't think is true. You know, like I, I don't think I really can outgrow it. It's. You think you just learn to adapt? You learn with to it. adapt to it. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I did. Um, I guess, like I said, looking at something and being highly critical of it. Okay, yeah, maybe I can change this thing, but who's to say that this already is not a good piece of art or good piece of writing or whatever? Yeah. Sure, I can change it. And maybe these are good changes to make, but why is it not good already? Yeah. Right? And, yeah. You know, I I always think that you actually have a little bit of, well, as you get older, you have more and more of mom. Yeah. Which... Your mom. Very helpful because... Well, you, the the two of you have the ability to completely, well, especially mom, have the the ability to completely not care what anyone else thinks about Mm -hmm. anything. And the only, I used to not be like that at all. Yeah. I used to be very emotional. I used to be, well, I'm still emotional, but I feel like not in the same way that I used to be. Yeah. I'm very, I was very like focused on what other people had to say about my work. And I based my value based uh, like on what the person thought of my work or mm-hmm. about me. Oh, that's which interesting. Just, was not How's helpful. How's that work out for you? Because I wasn't the greatest person, I don't think, in middle school. I don't think any of us were the greatest people sure. in middle school. Yeah. And so I didn't think very highly of myself because other people didn't think very highly of me. Um, so, yeah, don't do that. But what, what does that do to you whenever you find your value in what somebody else thinks of you? It it never works. You you I mean, do you... You actually end up feeling devalued, right? Yeah. But I kind of, I feel like this is very specific to me. I feel like you can't, can't really copy this, I guess. But as I got older, I started thinking about what mom would say. You know, she's like, who cares about this? Like, well, you don't even know them. Right. What? Why does Why does their opinion matter to you? And I'm, I'm like, she says that more and more. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Why do I care? Yeah. And now I've gotten to the point where I'm very good at completely ignoring people that I don't know. Yeah. Or I maybe to say think are below me is not right. That's not what I mean. Right. But I don't respect like because of something they've said or something they do or a habit they have or like values in general. If you don't have like similar values to what I have, I think, okay, why am I basing my beliefs off of you if you don't believe the same thing as me? Sure. Right? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, um, not too long ago we had probably one of the nastiest comments well it was probably it wasn't really nasty it just was it was some somebody commented on here uh, about me about you specifically and um 
and about something that you said, and and it it was very negative. Yeah, and called uh, me a few names. Calls you a few names. That's right. And um, which I'm sorry, but stooping to the level of a 16 year old is a little bit sad. And that's how I responded to that. I was like, yeah. okay, first of all, grow up a little bit. Yeah. And then I was like, this is just. But what I thought was actually interesting about funny. that is the comments that were made are like so far from who we are. Yeah. And if that's what you got out of our conversations, like that is, that's completely not what, that's not what we're about, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it was almost like they hadn't listened to the same podcast that we had put out. Right, right, right. I was just but like, they, But they actually thought we were being hateful towards a people group. Yeah. Which is still mind boggling to me, but um, yeah. So it would be. In my pre, in my early years, it would have been easy for me to go, oh, and get so down about that, mm-hmm. you know. Same here. Um, and I know it was that like that for me in high school too. Like you know, somebody could say something to me, and I'd be devastated. Mm-hmm. It ruined my whole day. Yeah. Do Do you find yourself battling that, or did you find yourself battling that? Uh, at one point, yeah. And do you think your you think your friends, a lot of them, are driven by that? I mean, from some of the Definitely. conversations that we've Definitely. you and I have had, I, it makes me think like they find their value in being affirmed by somebody else. Yeah, and who's what, probably having a mood swing that day? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yep. What What the struggle is for me now um, is I still care about the opinions of people I respect. And sure. are close to me. Like my close friends at youth group, I deeply care about what they think of me. Yeah. To the point where maybe it's a little unhealthy. I know I shouldn't. And sometimes I stop and think, okay, that shouldn't matter. Well, I, right? I think that's like, why they, the saying is that, you know, those who you love the most can wound you the worst. Yeah, right? exactly. I think that's exactly right. But I'm going through that learning stage where I have to think, okay, I have a group of friends that don't have the same values as me, that haven't grown up the same way that I have, sure, that don't have the same habits, blah, 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 whatever it is. And just because they say something that is against me or against something that I believe in doesn't mean that I should take it to heart. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because there's no point in wasting time being upset over something like that. Right. I can't be mad at them for being different. Yeah. Everybody has their own opinion, and that's inevitable. And honestly, I think it's good to have relationships where you have different opinions. And if you can have a relationship and get through the fact that you believe different things, that's that's great. Yeah. But especially in today's world, if you're, oh, say, I, I vote for Trump and I vote for Biden, those two people cannot be friends. Like, it's war, Right. Yeah, which is really, I mean, in my brain, is is really crazy. That's just one no, very I, random I, I, example. I, know, but I yes. know it is, but, you know. I've, That's a genuine thing here now. Totally, I know. and, and But I've grown up my whole life knowing, like, Democrat and Republican friends. like, mm-hmm. that, And that was never. This, it wasn't a problem. I mean, you know, they would they would argue in the coffee shop over their political viewpoints. Yeah. But it wasn't like. You know, I, you're we, dead to me because you believe yeah. this, but now that's the way that it is. Oh, I know. And it's ridiculous. I know. Like, yeah. you're a cat person. Well, go die. Like, uh, geez, sorry. 
that I have an opinion. Yeah. That's, people are just different. And difference is very negative now, which doesn't make sense because in other situations, being different is very positive. So it, I'm just like, bro, pick one. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to be different, but only in this way. Yeah. And you can't be different in this way. Okay, what happened to freedom? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Well, that's a question. It's not freedom anymore. <laughs> it wasn't freedom for very long now that I'm looking back at U.S. history. It, sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, didn't last. Well, I mean, look throughout history and, you know, there's been lots of things been done in the name of freedom, but have they actually really been free? No. <laughs> no. No. There's only one true freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't happen here. No, nope. no, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, I think it it explains a lot whenever whenever you actually really think about when we put our value when we when we build our own value on the relationships on the people, on the things, Mm -hmm. on all that stuff. Like all the permit test. All the outside, huh? (laughs) On the permit test. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Well, on all those outside forces, Mm -hmm. that's a dangerous place. Yeah. Because you're depending on somebody else to be, you know, putting deposits into your worth account and... That never hardly happens. Most of the time, people are withdraw- making withdrawals, right? Need They're to make attacking your, you. You need to make your own deposits, bro. You, you, well, yeah, you do have to make your own deposits. So how do you do that? How do I do that? Yeah, personally. I'll tell you how I do it in just a minute. Um, Jeez. Um, I haven't thought about that in a while. I guess, well, the first step is not listening to other people when they say something negative to me. And then the second thing, I guess, is just looking at my little wins. You know, it's like, what's that saying? Something, something, you win the battle. or May not win the battle, but you can win Yeah, that one. Win the war. war. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm losing my brain here. Sure. But... Yeah. Just every now and then, even if I'm thinking like, oh, this sucks. Oh, I'm doing terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Look in the mirror. Okay. Chill out. You're probably having a mood swing because that happens a lot. You know? (laughs) Yes, I do. I get angry very easily (laughs) and I get easily critical of myself still. Yeah. Even though I try not to. It's, it's, It's like, it's a habit. It's a reflex almost sure i just gotta stop be like okay how like am i being rational here for thinking this because on one hand i'm very emotional and on one hand i'm very rational and logical about things i like to be straightforward i like to be blunt so i gotta just stop one side and be like okay what what are we doing here yeah gotta just chill and think about this a second For me, I, uh, and I, this, I will, you know, 
this is just who I am. So we're going to pull this out. <laughs> um, you can say it's the pastor card. You can say whatever it is. But for me, whenever it really boils down to worth, I, I finally, I, I constantly find myself coming back to who my, where my identity is and my identity is found in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's, it's found in my relationship with God. I'm getting there. <laughs> and, and as I, as I think about that more and more and what my relationship to God is, is that he created us for one purpose. And that was to honor him with our lives right to take care of this place that he put us on mm-hmm. and and when i come back to that and i go okay well if that's the case then i can find a lot of satisfaction in everything that i do because everything that i do if i'm if i'm doing it well and i don't get it right all the time for sure 100% <laughs> but if i'm doing it well and i'm honoring him with my life that means everything that i put forth gets to be like an act of worship. Mm. And to me, that's the coolest thing. Cause when he said, when, when, when God looks at me and goes, man, good job. <laughs> what else do I need? Yeah. And the, the, the thing that I actually find that fascinating about that is God is just like a dad in many ways. Even when you get it wrong, Daphne. Yep. I look at you and go, that's my daughter. She's awesome. <laughs> and I feel like God's doing the same thing with us. It's like, that's my daughter. That's my son. They're awesome. I, they're so cool. Mm-hmm. They're an idiot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But, but they're, they're great. Yeah. And so that's what I, I, I feel like I'm, I constantly am coming back to. And it's in those times whenever I, <clears throat> I be, I become that self critic that I'm just like I got to shut that down because that's not who God says I am. Well, thank you all so much for listening today. Uh, Before we go, don't forget to subscribe, like, ring the bell, comment, and rate us five stars if you enjoyed this episode today. Absolutely. And uh, I'd encourage you, you know, take some time to chill, self-reflect, pray, and work on your self-talk. Yeah. Be nice to yourself, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're the only one that's going to make those deposits. Yep. And the old worth account. (laughs) I really like that. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, you should use that one. That's a good one. (laughs) Did you should make that up? I did. Nice. Maybe I heard that somewhere and I just stole it from somebody. Anyway, (laughs) have a great week. We'll talk to you later.